I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, you. Welcome to episode number 15 of the Movies Out podcast. I am your host, Tom. Join alongside this episode, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing this evening? Fantastic. Uh, doing great. Wonderful. This episode, we are doing, or we are reviewing the Netflix original, The Cloverfield Paradox. That's right. Before we do that, of course, we have the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right, boys. Now, last week was just an embarrassing. It was a mess. You guys got zero points between the two of you. This week, I'm hoping to change that. (laughs) I make no guarantees. However, I like your chances of at least getting... Well, I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> Here we go. Get a point. Yeah, don't put the pressure on us. And then, you know, uh, you know be pleasantly surprised. Don't be disappointed. Let me, let me say this. Uh, it seems so obvious and easy. You may actually, it may actually mess you up. So here we go. E.T. Phone home. <laughs> E.T. Phone home. E.T. Phone home. Hmm. It's a hard one. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> you. Guys are writing diligently. You both look confident. That's good. And I'll be honest with you. This movie. Um, oh, you know, I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to uh, ruin anything. I don't want to uh, screw up uh, your picks. So I will say nothing. <laughs> Paul looks happy. Are you ready, Paul? Uh, yeah, I, I don't really even know. Well, anyway. All right. So. When it comes to actors, I mean, how are... Uh, yeah. That was kind of my point. It's a yeah. tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've only got one. All right. Uh, has anybody got their finger? I see no thumbs. There's... <laughs> all right. Oh, two thumbs. Holy moly. Two thumbs. All right. Here we go. Now, Joe, uh, why don't you begin this competition? Uh, what movie... So we have E.T., the extraterrestrial. Nice. Okay. Year? And as with every year, I don't, or every movie, I don't know the year for. I say 1982. Okay. And uh, give me some And actors, well, I only know of an uncredited actor from a deleted scene, Harrison Ford. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, there you go. You uh, got no actors. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, What's that, you, Paul? So, um, I, obviously, E.T., I went with 85. Um, I believe his name was Henry Thomas. Eh. And then I put in the third place Drew Barrymore, but I couldn't. Uh, I doubt she actually appears in the top three. Uh, just to get clarification, um, you said 85. And what was the movie name? E.T., the extraterrestrial. <laughs> Thank you. I didn't want to. <laughs> Thank you. That's what. That's why I said it seems so easy. I could very oh. easily see someone say not the extraterrestrial, and that would be wrong because this requires the full movie name. Ba- oh yeah. Okay. All right. Based on the original script called Night Terrors, the events begin for culture guys. Hey, let's not get uh, too carried away. So, uh, 
yeah, the movie is, in fact, E.T., the extraterrestrial. Uh, year 1982. So, Joe, ding, ding, ding on you. Nice! You got three points. Uh, and, yeah, Joe got no points on actors. Paul, Henry Thomas is the name of the actor. However, he's billed number three behind D. Wallace. Oh, no. Yeah, D. Wallace and Peter Coyote. Uh, and What's-Her-Face isn't even on it. The girl. What's her name? Drew Barrymore? Yeah, Drew Barrymore is not even in this, the top three. So, uh, there you go. Yeah, who's Henry Thomas? Who's Henry Thomas? <laughs> Henry Thomas is the main character, right? Elliot, right? The boy. I think yeah. so, yeah. No. Well, there you go. the cheeseburger later in life. <laughs> so, uh, Joe, you got three points. Paul, you got one. Uh, and that is the Alexa quote of the show. Now back, now <laughs> back, back to our regular scheduled programming. <laughs> Now to the Cloverfield Paradox. This is an, uh, ni- or yeah, 19, 2018 film rated TVMA, runtime, one hour, 42 minutes. Uh, director is Julius Anha. <laughs> Anha? I, I'm terrible at that. He did a bunch of short movies, a bunch of shorts. Uh, cast a note. Oh, this is going to be no better, boys. Uh, Guru. There's nobody in it. Mabatha, Ra. Wow. Jeez. You know what? Let me just say, yeah, there's nobody of note. <laughs> nobody you would know. And uh, a brief uh, description of this movie. And this is something I've wanted to add into. Uh, I can't believe I haven't done this up to this point. Just a brief uh, little description of what this movie actually is for people who may have not have seen it. So uh, the description is orbiting a planet on the brink of war. Scientists test a device to solve the energy crisis and end up face to face with a dark alternate reality. And that's exactly uh, what the movie is. IMDb, it's 5.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, to critics, give it a 16, <laughs> which I think is just crazy low that the critics could give this. I mean, they gave The Room, what? Like a 36 or a 26? The 16 is a little bit brutal. That's just, that's that's harsh. That is so harsh. Uh, audience, 53%. Uh, I think that's even a little low, uh, if you ask me, but who knows. Uh, budget was about $26 million, and uh, because it's Netflix, there are no real numbers for opening weekend or anything. Uh, interesting well, note. It was reported that it was sold to Netflix for a little north of $50 million. Oh. Well, there you go. Then it's already doubled its money. Of note, the first trailer was released during the Super Bowl, 2018. Um, the same night the actual film was released on Netflix. Yeah, so they, I saw the commercial... Or the yeah, I saw the commercial on the Super Bowl, and then later after the Super Bowl, it was released on Netflix. So that was very interesting. Uh, the film was originally titled God Particle, uh, a small figurine with the word Slusho. Can be seen in the first half of the movie. Slusho is a brand featured in both of the original Cloverfield movies, as well as J.J. Abrams' early earlier TV series uh, Alias. Uh, the viral online campaign for the first Cloverfield indicated that. Slush Show. <laughs> Slush Show is a subsidiary of Tagruto Inc., the company behind the deep ocean drilling and potential explosion that uh, woke up the monster in that first movie. The woman interviewing Mark Stabler on the newscast is the same woman from 10 Cloverfield Lane that tries to get inside the bunker when Michelle is looking outside. Uh, although this movie takes place in t- uh, 2028, and the prior movies took place way before, J.J. Abrams said 
that he has a plan on how all the Cloverfield movies and future ones will be tied together. Uh, Donald Logues, Logue, I'm not sure how you say his last name. His character is named Mark Stabler. John Goodman's character from 10 Cloverfield Lane is named Howard Stabler. The gas station at the start of the at the start and several items of of equipment on the ship are branded Kelvin, which is a J.J. Abrams tradition. Uh, that was a tradition I was unaware of. A hall breach. Okay, here's the interesting part of the movie where uh, Joe, do you recall uh, the the one uh, hall? Uh, I guess that's what it's called. The one room is filled with water and it breaches into space and it freezes instantly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what what would actually happen, Joe? Do you know this? Do you know what would happen if water well, instantaneously? Well, it uh, wouldn't freeze in- instantly because without air, you don't have the convex of the. Yeah, it would just kind of water kind of floats around in space, doesn't it? All right, well, here's uh, something from uh, IMDb. Now, whether this is fact or not, I don't know. But according to IMDb, a hull breach would not cause an entire room filled with water to freeze instantly. Water exposed to the vacuum of space would boil due to the lack of pressure. Does that sound about right? I don't know. I have no idea. I think I'd rather be frozen than being boiling in the water, though. So I like her. Oh, I don't want to. Sp- Are we doing spoilers on this? I guess we should. I don't know. Uh, Michael Michael's BMW cluster RPM and speed was zero when he was driving and texting with Molly. And I so I, I did these notes before watching the movie. And I did take note a note of that. And yes, it is it is true. Uh, when they show him texting, his speedometer stuff uh, is marked at zero. So uh, uh, that's very hard to catch. I would never have caught oh, He's that. quite responsible. <laughs> yeah, he stopped. I mean, you honestly should come to a full stop in the middle of the interstate while texting. Yes, I agree. All right. So, uh, Paul, you did not see this movie. Uh, so uh, listen up. And uh, I think uh, based on Joe and I's review, you can either watch it or not. Okay, all right. Uh, Joe, uh, why don't you uh, take the honor and go first? Well, I, when I was looking at this, we're looking, I looked on Rotten Tomatoes and where it was giving the scores, yep. score consensus, and I read that of the critics. The critic consensus was brilliant casting is overshadowed by a muddled mix of genres and storylines that scratch more heads than sci-fi itches in the Cloverfield Paradox. <laughs> Sums it up. <laughs> But isn't that, isn't that what Cloverfield is though? Is it is a mishmash of of genres that don't necessarily make much sense that are sort of jarring. It was it in it was good. I mean, the actors were great. The story was meh, not the greatest. But it's a movie. If it didn't have the Cloverfield name on it, I would have skipped. Hmm. So if it was called See the God Particle for no reason, yeah, it would have just looked like some sci-fi crap space drama, and I probably would have skipped it. Hmm. It's interesting. It was kind of a neat movie. I liked it. I loved 10 Cloverfield Lane. That oh, movie yeah. I probably certainly would have skipped had it not been for the Cloverfield tie-in. And at oh. this point, I'm kind of intrigued by where J.J. Abrams is going, so I'm going to follow Cloverfield around because I just love giant monsters. Wow. It's interesting. Uh, ten. Clo- I, I, so what, what rating would you give it then? I would say go ahead and stream it. Okay. But don't, you know, don't go out of your way on this. Well, you have to stream it. It's Netflix, right? Well, I mean, it's, but yeah, rating wise, you could give it a first rating wise. It's stream it quality. Uh, you know, if you have, if it's a rainy Saturday, it's definitely, it's worth a watch just to see the, you know, the movie. It's kind of neat just to get some little Cloverfield history to find out how JJ Abrams is going to tie, you know, future better movies to it. 
<laughs> Hopefully, huh? Um, but you know, it, it wasn't a bad movie. It was it was fun. Fisted and the Cloverfield tie-ins were, you know, those scenes you could tell right off were filmed later, and the movie was brought together. Uh, yeah, it, the the movie was a standalone movie. I think uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, same thing, where they were actually uh, regular movie, like they had nothing to do with Cloverfield, and then they tied it into the Cloverfield branding and made it a Cloverfield movie. So, um, but I'm the opposite of you. I mean, if these were not, if Ten Cloverfield Lane and uh, this one, uh, this was called God Particle, and I saw the previews, uh, I would have definitely still seen them. I think. Uh, especially 10 Cloverfield Lane. I thought that was a very interesting premise. Um, I guess, oh, if really, if nothing else, the Cloverfield kind of gives away the ending of 10 Cloverfield Lane. Because it's a Cloverfield movie, you kind of assume that there are monsters and John Goodman's not a nut job <laughs> who's just uh, keeping people captive. So, well, I mean, he is a nut job. Well, he's a nut he job. is a nut job keeping people captive. And he was a nut job keeping people captive even before it, right? But I mean, there was I, truth to it, applied. right? There was, some, I mean, there was truth behind his nut jobbiness. I, I, I think. I mean, you're saying that he didn't know that it was real. He was just full of BS, and it was actually. Well, his, the other girl, right? Was uh, there was no sign that he did that just because of what was happening outside. Hmm. I mean, did I misread it? Right? Wasn't there an implication that his was that his daughter or something? That, yeah, that, and that he kept as well, and and that when he he pulled her over and crashed into her, this stuff wasn't going on. I mean, maybe it, you know. I don't know. Right. And he did kind of dissolve that guy in a vat of acid. I mean, you know, well, who I think your that? job index jumps right up at that point. <laughs> All right. But anyway, uh, I, I, this movie, I, I enjoyed the minute started, the minutes it stopped. Uh, I, it was interesting. Uh, I was curious as to what happened. Cause there's so many, once they fire that thing and you know, everything goes haywire, there's so many possibilities of what actually happened. And it was interesting watching it play out to see uh, what did happen. And, uh, some decisions people made like that lady who had a whole family down on earth and her to the other dimension. And her plan was to go down there, which is absurd. I, I, I mean, I don't know. That's weird. Uh, yeah. She was going to swap dimensions so she could be with her kids. I don't know what she was going to do with the, her that was there. Already. That's what I mean. That's, that's, that's weird. Well, her, her point was she wanted to stop her from putting in that cell to kill her. That would end up killing her children. But still, what would you do? Okay, you did that. Then what? <laughs> then you're stuck. But in I a, mean, in that a, universe, she already hadn't done that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. But that was right? her. That was her logic behind it. I mean, yeah. To me, that was very, very strange. And at the very end, did it? Did it? Uh, did it mean? I mean, did she get killed or did she, did she make it? I I don't know. With that, you know, she goes through the clouds, then the monster comes up. I don't know what that means. Was she? Um, did she land right off the coast of New York with the Cloverfield running around? Yeah, I mean, did, Maybe. I thought did, they were alive, but on the ground, about to be eaten. I thought it's possible that she just—they flew right into his mouth. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, that'd I, be I, an incredible catch by Cloverfield. I tell you. <laughs> but I thought it was one. I mean, that uh, that one actor um, who loses his arm—I don't know who he is—but uh, everything he does, usually romantic comedies, that type of stuff, I've always enjoyed uh, watching him act. And uh, this movie is no different. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed uh, his. Now, the actors were great. I mean, I loved all the all the actors. They were they were fantastic. It was just the story was little little hanky. Uh, yeah, but it it is Cloverfield, so you expect it to be that, right? I mean, yeah, and I can watch it with a smile. I, I'll 
probably watch it again. At I some think point it too. falls. I don't think there's anything in those movies that fall that make you think, oh, well, that's not. I mean, if you're living in that reality, I think everything in there is like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes that makes sense. You know, it it, it fits into what he's selling. And uh, I, I thought it was a blast. I, 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 had a, I had a really good time. Now, I didn't see the trailer before watching it. So I had no idea what this was about. I just turned it on because I knew we were doing the review and I, I knew it was the third uh, installment of the Cloverfield uh, saga. Uh, so I was going to Yeah, I didn't it. even realize that this was the movie that was coming out. I didn't even know it was the God Particle. I just saw something online saying, hey, this Cloverfield thing was released during the Super Bowl. Except I didn't even watch the Super Bowl. So I didn't even see the trailer. I just went, oh. I'm, I'm awake. Let me go watch Cloverfield. Yeah. See, I was uh, watching what movies, like I was looking into uh, future releases like a month ago and I saw an untitled Cloverfield uh, movie to be released. And it, it, this is for theaters. So the fact that this came out on Netflix is very interesting. I wonder like if it was originally going to be released to theaters, then Netflix stepped in and said, no, 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 here, here's 50. I think that's what would happen because I knew that the next Cloverfield was supposed to be named the God particle. Yeah. And I didn't know this was that movie until during the movie is during the scene after the spaceship went awry and they Uh, said they smashed the Higgs boson. And I'm like, Oh, there you go. There's your God particle. (laughs) I think they actually used the term God particle. Did they use the term? Yeah. Yeah. At some point they used the term guard God particle um, when they were doing the experiment or something. I, I recall that, but yeah, I, I thought it was a good movie. I, I, I tell you, I, I, huh? Maybe not Alien, but a couple of those Alien uh, sequels, I'd watch us over those. But I, now, with that said, I'm not a huge Alien fan in general. Uh, I've never found that series uh, all that in, intriguing to, uh, personally. But uh, really, wow! Yeah, so I, I think Alien and Aliens, the, the first two, are just complete classics and they were great yeah they were great i mean i would put this above sandra bullock in space what movie is that <laughs> what movie was is it in wasn't space? it that one what movie was that hang on i've got to google this because it was so it was like last this is a couple years oh ago. the uh, gravity yes oh okay. i like that movie i i liked it but i like this a little more I didn't love Gravity. Well, Gravity's just kind of her, right? I think there was her and like one other person the entire movie. Yeah, it was just her doing impossible shit in space with her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they had to, they lived through something that just couldn't be lived through, yada, yada, yada. Where yeah. this, they, they, they were pretty liberal on bumping off characters that got themselves in danger. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I, you know, and I, I felt for, you know, at the end when that lady was trying to take over the ship so she could take the ship and save her, her, you know, her dimensional her planet, Earth. Yeah. Uh, and I felt for her because, you know, it is the other people's fault. They're the one that jumped into their universe or their whatever you want. What, what is it? Uh, mm-hmm. Their reality. And blew up their ship. Yeah. They, yeah, their yeah. Version so, of it. I, you know, really, I mean, they're the ones to blame. So uh, I, I see her point. <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, it's kind of weird, though, that everybody knows each other. And I the only thing I didn't like was the fact that everything was so much the same. These are alter, alternate dimensions and basically everybody married the same people everybody had this essentially the same jobs 
I mean, I don't know at what it's point. It's like the dimension split right where she yes. put that heater in her house and killed her family. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, they broke apart like 20 minutes ago is when they separated. Yeah. Other than that one, uh, the Russian dude was a, you know, a spy or, you know, he's crooked in the one, in the one, but he wasn't the other. Everything else was identical. Yeah. Which was a little off putting like, wait a second. Come on. It's just it's but, out of yeah, random. They should put gills on one of them or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's just it, it, th- th- that just seems very unrealistic. But uh, <laughs> but everything else was fantastic. But yeah, that the, yeah, one planet was already in a severe state of war, smashing each other, and the other planet hadn't even gone into war yet. However, the same group of multinational scientists was on the space station. The same exact space station. They both yes. used up their energy approximately the same amount of time. The Earth. Yeah. It, yeah, it seems too parallel. I mean, it was, it was too exact. Thought, it was in the script. Didn't you see it in the corner? By... <laughs> <laughs> it was beside the gyroscope. The script was right there. It just had. <laughs> well, that was the original script. It's <laughs> 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 uh, up for best picture. All right. Um, so, okay, Paul, let me ask you this, buddy. Uh, after hearing our reviews, uh, a couple spoilers even, uh, you're gonna watch this movie? Wow, it actually. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure I'll stream it. Yeah, I mean, you get on. You have Netflix. It's my only option. I know, but yeah. I, I'm sure. Even yeah, that would. Yeah, I'm sure off time and and check it out. Yeah, well, I think you Second should. One. I think the first one I didn't really care for, to be honest. I, I didn't I either. I, I, the first I'm video. not. A, I'm not a fan of the found footage type style of shooting. Uh, I, I just don't like those type of movies. Uh, so, yeah, it gets me sick a little yeah, too. I yeah. just had uh, a little shaking. Yeah, and... The found footage is tough, but he he knocked the head off the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> well, again, I don't. I love much... any monster that will run around and smash the city. I'm I'm just wow. fan. Wow, yeah, I am a big except uh... for Matthew Broderick's giant lizard. Oh yeah, which was not Godzilla. That was Godzilla. Mm. Was not. All right. Well, I think on that note, uh, we should uh, wrap this episode up. So once again, thank you, Paul and Joe. Until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>